from Boy Geary, that he sets all this up ahead of time. Oh, well, Neil is going to rip you, and Neil's an asshole, and that's just the way Neil is, and you got to understand, Neil, uh, he kicked Alex Bennett, chased him out of town. Nobody chased Alex Bennett out of town. He chased his own ass out of town. He was pathetic. He was a wimpy little crybaby. On television, television. He was the biggest wimp I ever met in my life. Used to come in here during the news breaks, and he'd sit down, I'd try to have a conversation with him, and you... The only man I've ever met in my life you couldn't have a conversation with him for more than, like, hello and goodbye. It was just impossible. Talk about two different worlds. And they were just like him. So they've already uh, got it all made up that uh, I, I set the stage for them, that the audience hated them, although they think the audience loved them in their own deluded minds. And that was Neil was the bad guy. And everybody in the building wanted a tape of the hour that they ripped me and about how this is my favorite line from the whole insipid interview. Adam, the lovely little Adam, my good friend Adam... That two-faced Adam, Adam explains to us that no one has ever lashed out against Neil before tonight. Never. We're not sure if we'll get out of Miami alive. At the end of our show, our producer, Adam Kirshner, informs us that Gary Bruce called to make sure a copy of our one-hour response to Neil is on his desk in the morning. He wants to play it at the annual Christmas party. And then they go on to say how they came in the uh, station the next day. Several employees thank us for the one-hour blast against Neil. We're told they made 50 copies of the air check. Everybody in the building wanted one, including Dumberto, no doubt. Talk about living a uh, total fantasy. 1013 on the IOD Network. Here. Ten sixteen at WIOD. And on and on goes uh, this thing with Stevens and Gridlock. I should take some time and read the whole goddamn thing. It's incredible. It's amazing. Neil is ecstatic. He's playing bits and pieces of our show on his show. He's having the time of his life. And it goes on about how I did... The first day they came in, I did my entire show on them. Have I ever done my entire show on anybody? Of course not. It's like Joey says the same thing every weekend. Isn't that strange how I do my whole show on him every day? And if he weren't here, I'd have nothing to talk about? But I guess before he came down here, I must have faked my way through just in anticipation of his arriving in town for many years. And Neil did this, and Neil said that, and Gary tells us this. And um, my favorite part, though, well, one of my, there's so many favorite parts, is in the beginning of the interview, we talk with Gary Bruce, program director of Cox Broadcasting's WIOD Miami, Florida. Here's the great line. Gary is always looking for something fresh and creative, and he loves comedy, so he pops the question. Would you like to fill in for vacationing Randy Rhodes for a week? He's always looking for that fresh new comedy. Where have we heard that line before? On Sundays and sometimes Saturday, unfortunately. Without a thought, we say yes. It would be a real treat, almost a vacation, a week in Miami. And Gary insists he pay us on top of it. He pay us on top of it and fly us in there and bring in our uh, father and father-in-law and brother and sister-in-law and our pain-in-the-ass kids and put us up in some 85-star hotel at great expense. And it goes on and on and on and on. And then it talks about the fact the day that they came in here and pulled back the curtains and looked in here like they were expecting an octopus or somebody in here and how I'm like this soft-spoken pussycat surrounded by mountains of food and I'm sitting here bespectacled, puppy-faced little man, chain-smoking. I'm a chain-smoker. I probably had one of my cigars lit up that day, so now I'm a goddamn chain-smoker. Well, smoke this, you idiot. And, of course, they also say about the language on WIOD, it says you can regularly hear words like uh, bitch and bastard and fart. In fact, Neil doesn't just say fart. He farts when he says fart. How do you like that? I can fart on demand, according to Stevens and Gridlock. Oh, little one. Huh? What a talent. Yeah. 
But strangely enough, you can't say bullshot, they say with the eye. Like, that's strange. Like, they don't understand that you can't say bullshot on the ear. Although, they, as I recall, didn't they let some uh, crap go on? Yeah, they have no... In fact, the first day they were on, they let some crap go on the ear that shouldn't have been on the ear. Now, now it's all coming back to me. And it then they say... Huh? It was shot. They let shot go? Oh, yeah. Well, somebody better explain to them these great broadcasters with their great uh, comedy service and their fresh new comedy that there are certain things you aren't allowed to see on the ear, and shot is one of them. Ever heard of George Carlin, you morons? And then they say at the end of this little diatribe about how I fart on the air, we say this on the station, we say, we're uncomfortable using any of these words, they say. Monday we'll be back home, we'll be the most syndicated comedy act in radio in the country, Neil will still be an asshole. Yeah, asshole is okay, but fart is bad, okay? That's their uh, thing, where they draw the line. So anyway, I have this tape that came in the mail yesterday, which I'm not even going to open. Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. Now, Nicole Kidman, isn't he, I mean, isn't she uh, his uh, wife, alleged? Huh? Yeah, right. You ever see her? So anyway, the movie is far and away. And it's probably far and away one of the greatest ever, and it's still a plastic thing. And if anybody wants it, just ask. I'm just going to put her over to the side. I know it will not generate a lot of calls, but uh, I have no interest in it. It was about some Irish thing, and you know how pasty and, uh, and boring those Irish people are. Okay, here's a mobile in Naples. Hello. Hello. So that last caller who called, I was just want to let him know and anybody else who cares that ESPN is carrying the Maple Leafs game tonight. They are? Yeah. Woo! So, uh, Heavy duty! Uh, other than people with the, uh, the disc can get it tonight. How come game. they only carry it when we get embarrassed and we lose like the two first games in Detroit? How come when we play in Toronto and we play great, they don't show it to the rest of the world? Well, just luck. Maybe it'll happen tonight. Right. Maybe we'll turn it around tonight. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Okay, there you go. You ax and you get it. We have an open line in day at 751 and 2 on the uh, green lines. Green lines are uh, very silent the last couple of days. They've got the blob to keep them warm. They don't need me. 1-800-944-9463. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love it. By the way, I want everybody who listens to Hot 105, which is nobody in this audience, to know that Malo is not black. Did you know, George, that they won't send him out on remotes because uh, the, they, they think that the audience believes that he's black? I thought he was. He's as white as the fallen snow, Malo. He's not black. And old. Well, white and old, yeah. And boring. Go ahead, sir. How are you, sir? Pretty good. But that last little spiel you gave, you gave usually when you say on and on and on, I always wait to hear and pop, 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 pop. Yeah. Not bad. Not too bad. <laughs> hey, you want... Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> too bad Tommy Denenberg isn't here. I used to enjoy when Tommy would go in and go... Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> okay, listen to this. This is incredible. You know how they're... Um, oh, and by the way, the Heat's going to WINZ. Did anybody see that? It is. They are? The Heat signed with WINZ. Wow. Red Kaplan signed with WINZ, and the Heat will be going over there. Wow. Because starting next season, the Marlins have uh, first the crack on the QAM. Wow. And I, what I think is going to happen is when the hockey team starts, the Panthers this fall, uh, QAM will probably pick up the hockey. Listen to this quickly, sir. Yeah. Um, you know how they want to uh, hike up the prices on the pool? Yes. Well, I thought, you know, I'm surprised. I thought that the uh, bumper stickers and the uh, and the little uh, felt-tip pen on the uh, quarters, I thought that was going to do it. Well, listen to Not. this. I do a lot of traveling on the turnpike. The other day I get on the turnpike, they give me four sheets, okay? Expensive, nice Four paper. sheets? Yeah, four sheets. Of Maybe they thought you were going to do a loot. Four sheets of paper, okay? And telling me about the safety and uh, the safeness of... Uh, buckling your seatbelt. Oh, great. Okay, so they're spending all the... I wonder how much it cost them to print that crap exactly. out. Well, we had a good book? 
Oh, there's boy Gary. Just came in. He did like a little Kazatsky in the room. We had a good book. We kicked the ass. He's dancing. His job is safe. He's going to go ahead and build that house right down my street. What? Well, anyway, Neil, listen. Yeah, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. 8 to what? 25, 54. Yeah. 8 2. We must have had a tremendous month. That means even the next couple of trends will be good. We'll fake our way through. Woo! Oh, sir, we're all going to Tampa now. We're going for months. We had a kick-ass book. An 8-2. George, that means we get our bonus. What are you shaking his hand for? What the hell did he do? Probably that big 9 to 10 hour was the biggest hour of the day. Boy, how do you like that, sir? 25 to 54, we had a goddamn 8-2 share. So to hell with all those crappy numbers we got in Tampa. We don't give a crap about that because... Congratulations, Neil. Thank you Listen, so much. In closing, I want to call for Who of my... says this show is boring, Sandy, you stupid, obnoxious bitch? <laughs> God, I can't stand her. <laughs> Too much sports. We got an 8-2, which is sure better than your 2-2, Sandy, which you're probably wearing today. Go ahead, sir. I like Am I interrupting you? No, no, I no, I get the please. feeling you don't have a chance to say anything you're here. Do, you're doing great. You're doing great. I just want to call a friend of mine a douchebag. Go ahead. Fernando, you're a dripping, bleeding douchebag. Oh! Okay. Later. Have a great life. Boy, open line and date one on the blue lines. How do you like that? Just when our confidence is low after a horrendous uh, thing yesterday, which is not my fault. I mean, I know when I do a crappy show, believe me, two, three, four times a week. But uh, <laughs> yesterday, that news department, again, sticking their little probe into our show, trying to see if they can't drag us down to their level. So the numbers are coming in. In second, we'll have like pages and pages and pages of shot, and we'll be reading numbers and genuflecting and getting all psychotic. Hey, we're great. We're great. Well, why don't we tell somebody we're great? Why don't we get a TV spot like that goddamn Hot 105? Malo's white and old and bad. Well, Malo means bad. He's trying to live up to his name, man. Muy Malo. 1024 on the IOD network. So the game's on ESPN tonight. Absolutely correct, sir. Toronto Maple Leafs at the Detroit Red Wings game number five, tied up at two games apiece. It is going to be, t although I would tell you, it's a lot more exciting watching it on the CBC, eh? And not only that, but when you're watching on ESPN, you won't be able to hear the great tones of the great, uh, with a bald spot, Bob Cole. Yeah. Anyway, we don't want to play all that crap because we don't want to get all those women upset. Did nobody ask for this tape yet? I can't believe that. It must be really a bomb, huh? Huh? It must be. Even better, they saw that Tom Cruise is really a hunchback with a good face. He really is. There's something wrong with him. You know what? You notice in Rain Man? From the uh, chin up, he's pretty good. But boy, after that. Although he was good in uh, uh, risky, uh, Frisky Business. He was good in that. Remember, you don't remember Frisky Business? That was pretty good. That had its moment. You never saw Born on the Fourth of July, though. I don't want to see Born on the Fourth of July. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see any Tom Cruise movies. I don't want to see any Rob Lowe movies. I don't want to see any uh, Tom Hanks. Although I will say Tom Hanks, although I'm very sick of him, because he makes 700 movies a year. Um, a League of Our Own was pretty good with Madonna. Well, even though it was a baseball movie, you would have enjoyed it. It was cute. It had its moments. So where are those numbers already? Come on, let's have a party over here. Let's call up Mom and say, hey, I can't make it today. We're having a party at the station, and we're going to celebrate. Now, you go ahead and eat. Here's Miami on the star line. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good. Yeah, I can't believe some of your listeners. Uh, the biggest scandal in American history, and they what? don't know. Why is that? Gordon Liddy. Why is it? What's that? You mean the guy who never heard of G. Gordon Liddy? Yeah. I got news for you, sir. You know, every now and then there's another one of these articles that comes out about they uh, take a survey of college students uh -huh. who can't find the state that they live in on a map of the United States. 
and all this other crap that goes on. This country has more stupid people per square foot than any place in the universe except maybe Uranus. You're right. It's uh, uh, shocking, and nobody gives a crap. It's uh, it's in to be stupid. That's why Roseanne is so big, uh-huh. so to speak, yep. with her loose meat. But anyway... Well, G. Garden Lenny, biggest crook of them all. Well, he's right in there. That's Have right. a great life, pal. He was good. Open line on the star line at Star IOD. I'm trying to give away this movie, and I can't do it. High-rated show here. Oh, somebody wants it. Look at that. Now, isn't that the tip-off? There's one call in Broward. Those are the only two lines on the whole goddamn board that are open are in Broward, the blue lines. And this person on five has got the uh, chutzpah to call for the tape, right? Hello? Hey. You want the tape? Yeah. Where, where are you? Coconut Creek. And you're the only person in Broward that has any interest in the show, and that's because you want something. That's right. It's free. Right. That's all I called for. Well, you got it. Thank you. How do you like that? That's pretty easy. See, if somebody else would have called from Broward, they'd have got it, too. But while I'm so intimidating, you're not intimidated, are you, sir? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely? Absolutely correct, sir. Right. Well, you hang on, and George will get all your uh, stuff. All right. Thanks a lot. And your name, too. Okay. Hold on. Okay, there you go, George. There's your wiener. You ask, and you got it. Still in its virgin plastic wrapping there. A wonderful movie called uh, Far and Away. Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, who really, uh, she looks like uh, something. Uh, anyway, <laughs> W-I-O-D. Hello. Yeah. Neil, what's happening, you want man? want that tape? Too late. What's that? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. How about those barlins, man? Yeah, not bad. Hey. We have an open line in Broward. Which one was that? I can't even... Shoe. Shoe. Shoeless? Shoeless and Clueless? He reminds me of Shoeless Joe Jackson, 1919 uh, Black Sox. Get out of here. That was one scandal. Don't you, don't you learn from history? Get out of our face. Go away. You and Al Rogers elope. Go on a honeymoon somewhere. We'll, send you, we'll pack you a sandwich. W-I-O-D. Hello? Only if... <laughs> Stan! Stan and Don. That must have been inspired by our Don Johnson thing we played yesterday. Boy, that cart was gathering dust, I'll tell you that. So where are these numbers already? How come Goy Gary up there is running around? He's like uh, high-fiving and slapping and squeezing George's ass. How come everybody that goes in there, like uh, whether it's Miriam or Boy Gary, anybody, it's just a lovable, cute, little huggable George. God, have they got bad taste and bad eyesight. George is all right. just needs a tan. Pasty. God, you're so pasty. I'm working on it. Go out. Yeah, I bet you are. Here's uh, a lady in West Palm Beach. Hello. Hi, Neil. Our first lady of the day. Yeah. Where are the ladies this week? God, are they sour this week. Yesterday, in the middle of all my trauma, you'd have thought they would have come to my rescue. We're here now. Well, thank God. With your video club. You have bought a ton of videos or received a ton of videos, right? Not a ton. One a month. Well, yeah, but you didn't necessarily want them. What? You didn't necessarily want them. No, but I forget to send the card back. That's right. Well, I don't forget. I'm just too lazy to send the card back. This way, I don't have to open up that big envelope from Columbia House or whatever it is, and I just toss it in the wastebasket, and I know I'll get a video, and maybe I'll want it, and if not, I'll give it away on the air because I'm a real generous guy. Yeah, but you would have thought by now you would have had positive response with them. What? We, we've got, I don't know how we got it, but about a year ago, we are in the club, too. Yeah. The, the card came and says you don't have to send back the card. You don't have to do anything unless you want it, and they won't send you one. No, not you're not in the oh, same. Oh yes, in Columbia House, yes, Columbia in the Video Club. No. Yes. I'm telling you, I never send a thing back. Well, I know. You that. must have and had you a. Get it because yours says if you don't send it. Will back. you calm down, please? Okay. You must have had to check something off or do something somewhere. No, just out of the blue. And oh, we and don't buy. Get, we don't buy that many, but you bought a ton of them. You should be able to to have that too. Just give them a call. 
I don't want to give them a call. Then I got nothing to give away on the ear here to my wonderful audience. They enjoy that. That guy in Coconut Creek, this is going to make his whole week. Well, that's true. But you took 10 seconds of his life. He got a tape for free. It's probably the only thing he'll ever win in his life. That's true, but you probably write it in his memoirs. Why don't you get IOD to fund your membership? No, no, I got the big bucks. I can afford to pay for it. I'm not some kind of a tightwad. I know that. Not some kind of a cheapskate. Okay. And now that I got this big number, I got this big bonus coming, millions of dollars here, I can go out and buy another Corvette. Then you can buy his own videos. At Maroonie Chevrolet. That's right. Or maybe I'll go up the street here to Tropical, you know what? That'd be something to think about. Have two or three or four. Right. What's okay. wrong with that? I already have two. Okay. Well, then you can give us all videos, one a month. Okay. Thank you. See ya. Bye-bye. She's just jealous. Oh, speaking of important stuff, yesterday, of course, Rick was no dummy yesterday. He knew that it was a dead day for the phones. So we killed almost the whole first hour calling Hot 105. Great job, Rick. Nice going. Calling the other end of the building. You spent a whole hour on that. Talking to some uh, bonehead up there at Hot 105. Was it Manny Tavares? I bet you. <laughs> Manny Tavares, a.k.a. Joe Brennan. Who the hell are you kidding, Joe? What is it? Manny Tavares is Joe Brennan on Hot 105. And they think Malo be black. Well, I got news for you. I don't want to burst your bubble. Malo is whiter than George. That's how pale he is. And old. I mean, he is real white. That's how white he is. He's like an albino, Malo. He's got pink eye. Just one of them. Like in the middle of his forehead, like cyclops. He's a white cyclops. So all you brothers and sisters out there that think that Malo's the hot stuff, the real hot brother in the morning on Hot 105, man, all I can say to you is, oh, brother. Oh, doctor. Speaking of that, we got to talk about the doggy doctor because I heard somebody calling Rick. That, the first part of their show was calling Hot 105 yesterday, and then the second part was like doggy do, was the whole, from what I heard. So being the doggy do expert, I'm going to straighten that out again. We have an open line in Broward, 524. One on the green line. Come on, Tampa, St. Pete. How come we got an 8-2 share over here and we got a 1-something over there? Huh? What does that tell you about the mentality? Yeah, exactly. George just stuck his finger up his nose all the way to his uh, earlobe. Man. Get your finger out of your nose over there in Tampa, St. Pete, and let's get with it. Let's get on the bandwagon. Let's cut the crap. Let's stop being childish. Let's grow up. Can't we all just goddamn get along? 1036 on the IOD network. Okay, 1039 at WIOD, and all I can say, man, is thank you, thank you, thank you to our loyal but very passive audience. We're number one, damn it! Oh, now look at this. Here, finally, after all this tease, number 29 in our hearts is on the phone. Good morning, Neil. Dave! How are you doing? Now, what's been going on, Dave? I heard that tease call last Friday, and all weekend long, I was, like, psychotic, and then yesterday... I got my days wrong, don't I? Last Thursday you called. No, I think it was Friday because I had to go to the beach. Had to go to the beach? Yeah, we Well, excuse me for interrupting your social life, your busy and cluttered social activities. Well, it was nice weather, and we had to have, find something fun to do. I right. want to congratulate you on your numbers. Well, thank you so much, Dave. Fantastic. Here's a guy who never even knew who I was like uh, two weeks ago. Now he's calling to congratulate me on my numbers. How do you like this? Well, I want to ask you something. In order to promote good relations between Tampa and Miami... Yes. If you're, just Miami, guy, you're just the guy to do it, Dave. Right. If you I could promote Miami, good relations. would you take me to a Marlins game? Yes. You would? Absolutely. Okay, well, we got a deal then. You're coming to Miami? Ah, uh, yes, yeah, sometimes then. Okay. Got some friends down there. You let uh, George know ahead of time when you're coming. When uh, Just check, you got a schedule? Uh, not really. I'm pretty open right now. No, I don't mean... <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about a Marlins schedule. Not yet, I'll find out. George, haven't yeah, we heard talk George. to a million... This guy's like Orlando, it seems to me. This is another one of these come-on guys. He's pretty open. He's like, uh, he'll be here anytime I want him. Come on, Dave, you got to play a little harder to get than that. 
No, no, come on. We might even let you rub elbows with Drake Barahowski if you play your cards right. Yeah, I see. Okay. But anyway, no, seriously, we got uh, those Founders Club seats for all the Marlins games. You will sit three rows behind the dugout. You'll be treated like a king and a queen, and uh, you'll love it. Fantastic. And you can be our spokesman when you go back. You can tell everybody how great, how great the stadium is, how great Ryan uh, Bowen is, and everything. That's right. It's a great, it really is a great place. Okay. Well, like I said, I just want to say again, congratulations on the numbers. So what do you everybody, do What now? do you do now that the hockey season's over? Well, i still got some uh, events there at the arena that I'll probably be attending, but uh, not much. Just what do you mean you'll there. be attending? What does that mean? That you'll be well, working? Be, yeah, I'll be there as a security guard. Yeah. So, uh, but that's still pretty open. Uh, I'm not doing much of anything. Working out, going to the beach, taking it easy. God, what a rough life. He's working out, he's going to the beach, and coming over to see the Marlins game. That's right. Okay. That's, well, I guess somebody slips a bag of money under your door every morning, right, Dave? <laughs> that's that's right. the way to do it. Well, listen, uh, let George know when you're coming. Okay, I certainly will. And uh, to the game, too. Right. Okay, Dave. Thank you very much. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow! Woo! Oh! What was that? I must have dreamed that. A little bit too friendly and a little bit too cooperative. Neil, oh, God. Yeah, I know what that's all about. Now, he's a good guy this day. He's great. God, is he. Anyway, uh, so let me, can we look over these numbers a little bit? <laughs> I'm just, I'm flabbergasted. Rarely am I at a loss for words, but I don't know what to say, Dave. I'm speechless. Man, he can come over and guard our body. Miami, hello. Hello, Neil. Or we'll just guard his. Yes. Hey, what's up? How you doing? We're doing it, man. We're kicking ass. We're number one. We're number one half. Rick and Sut, how did the goddess do? We better check hers out, huh? And her numbers. She's probably doing great. She's probably sitting on uh, the throne right now, getting all nervous, waiting to hear these big numbers. Hey, Neil. Yeah? Um, I rented that movie that you've been talking about. Which one is that? Get Bonnie, Junior. Oh, uh, Fatso. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was all right. It wasn't all that bad. It's what? Not... It wasn't all that bad. Well, there was only two. Oh, man, how can you... Have you ever been fat? Uh, yes, I have. And you didn't love the movie? I mean, especially, you don't have to have been well, fat to love the movie, but if you ever have been fat, well, you the, have to love the movie. Okay, well, the story, the story's on... It's pretty cheesy, the story. What do you mean by that? Well, it's, you know, one of these... I don't know. It's just the little things that, like... like you didn't like when he went out and uh, ate all the Chinese food in the car on the way back home? Yeah. You didn't like when he got the birthday cake for Anthony and he ate the Oni and Anne Bancroft <laughs> was, was sticking her fingers in there and, you ate the Oni! And she was ripping the cake apart with her fingers and getting all psychotic. You didn't like the part when he was, like, uh, force-feeding the pizzas down his throat, the whole thing? How about the coffin? Yeah, in the beginning of the movie, when he goes in, his uh, cousin that used to uh, eat the chocolate bars in church, his cousin died, his young cousin, and he's in there, and he's crying, and the mother is screaming, and he goes in the kitchen, and he takes a little piece of Italian bread, and he dips it in the sauce that's bubbling on the stove, and he uh, drops it in the Parmesan cheese, Those and he starts great. eating, and he stops crying, and all of a sudden, he's like, hey, now he feels okay. Yeah, but what about, what about when uh, his brother's born, and he's, he's sitting there, you know, the little clips where if he starts crying, he gets fed? And uh, if yeah, he's right. upset, right. well, he's, they're changing the, his little brother's diapers. How do you like uh, when, uh, Ann, was it Anne Bancroft that was screaming at the uh, casket? Or was it the mother? Was... You had to go inside us, you son of a bitch! <laughs> and she's screaming. She's great in that movie. She's the best. Yeah, She I directed got... that movie, too, by the way. What's that? She directed that movie, Anne Bancroft. I, it, it, was a, it was a very, very funny Clip. But you just got through telling me the movie was mediocre at best. Well, and how about the, the uh, how about the scene where he rips the uh, where uh, Oscar Lapidus rips the damn cupboards uh, off the thing with the uh, chains and all? He rips them off, 
Give me the word. Get the honey, Junior. And then he starts screaming for the keys, and he puts the keys in his mouth, and he swallows them or something, and they, he rips the cupboards right off the damn uh, the wall. Jeez, what a pouch that guy had. Yeah. Oof. Scary. Ever oh. fill a Reese's peanut butter cup <laughs> into a jelly donut and melt it in the oven? Hey, um, actually, you know what? I also saw uh, uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that Mr. Martini had the same twinkle in his eye that Dom did? Yeah. Pretty scary, huh? Absolutely. Oof. I want my cigarettes, Miss Ratchet. My cigarettes. That's the best scene in the movie, out of many. Neil. But also when... Uh, what? Have oh. a great day. Great. See ya. Gotta go. Got more numbers here. We're not giving any of them out, and that's not fair. By the way, Love 94 had a gigantic book. So, Dave Caprita, if you're listening, your job is safe, I think. So, anyway, getting back to Buddy Bud, the deal is Kaplan is going over from QAM to INZ to do his late-night insipid. How do you like that, Mr. Green? How do you like that? Not only do I bring you the Montreal Canadian hockey wins on tape, but also we bring you this gigantic book. So, I was starting to say, wait till the Heat find out what a great nighttime signal they got at INZ. They're going to be very sorry they ever made that move. Let me tell you, when I worked at WIMZ for five long, ponderous years at, mid- at night, and I would leave there at midnight, and on my way home, I would get from the station, which is in Carroll City. It's like uh, maybe a mile and a half, mile, from uh, Palm Avenue. It's on Palm Avenue, but from, uh, like, Pines. And I'd get to Pembroke Road, which is like a half a mile from the station. I couldn't hear it anymore. It fades out. No, their Broward signal at nighttime is non-existent. North of 595, anywhere you can't hear INZ at night. So, nice move, Miami Heat. Too bad for Eddie Kaplan, because he's a good guy. See, there is somebody I like. How do you like that? And Bob Green just came in smiling from ear to rear. And, oh, boy, you guys are great. And I guess you are going to Tampa now. See, we got them by the short hairs now. We got these gigantic numbers. Where's that 25 to 54 again? I want to gloat. I want to sit here. See, you people say, ah, why does he go through this? It's boring. It's not boring. It's all we got. It's all we got. I realize it's a pile of crap. And it's uh, very, very uh, slipshod at best the way they do it. But it's, uh, it's all we got. 6 to 10 a.m., 25 to 54, from a 4.5 to a 4.4. Oh! WIOD hangs in there. In fact, moved from number 5 to number 4. And that's even with a month of old uh, Ranieri. Ranieri. I'm not saying nothing about that morning show. Chuck, I wish you the best. You're a great guy. You're a tremendous talent. Uh, congratulations on the Penguins. But that show... Midday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., 25 to 54, from a 7.5 to an 8.2. Number one by a mile. Beating out the tragic and boring WLYFs, Radio Slush, and WRTO, Radio Ritmo, with a 5.8 number three, no speaking English. And Love 94 with a gigantic jump from a 4.1 to a 5.7 midday, 25 to 54. Followed by WXDJ. I don't know what that is. Is that another uh, no speaking English? Isn't that the Russ Oasis station that he swapped with Radio Ritmo or something? I don't know what it is. WFLC, the coast, had a crappy book. Sorry, Fleetwood. Fleetwood's a great guy, and I really feel bad. 7-0 to a 5-0 from number 2 to number 6 in midday. Followed by WEDR. They seem to be slipping and sliding. How'd Hot 105 do? There's she. There's Kiss. There's Joy. There's Zeta dropping precipitously. There's Power. Hot, 3-8 to a 3-5. So already the Cox Broadcasting influence on EFM has already kicked in. Knocked him down from a 4-2 in the summer book last year to a 3-8 down to a 3-5. So they can only go up, especially now that everybody knows Malo's white. He's an albino with pink eye. 10-48 <laughs> on the IOD network. Well, he is. He's a white guy, okay? Hey, listen, if you're... 
Join us this afternoon beginning at 2 for Rick and Sutch. Then at 6, it's Sports Talk 610 right here. If I had the ability to do it, I'd take you out here right now and kick your goddamn teeth in. Yeah, Alex, another crybaby who gave a song and a dance about Rick and Suds, and if those people ever appear again, and Mr. Ego and Fat Hank over there with your big, ugly body and fat face, and Rick and Suds suck and this and that. Well, let me, t- and also that little Tom Jerker, Jika Geeka at the Sun Sentinel. Rick and Suds, mid uh, afternoon, 25 to 54, from number four with a 5 4 in the fall book. To number one. We're number one, damn it! With a 6 4 in uh, the winter book. How do you like that? This radio station has never, ever had a 6 4 in afternoon drive. In the modern era, since the, the advent of like more than two stations in the market, this radio station has never had a number like that in afternoon drive. How do you like that? 6 4. All these, oh, yeah, Hank is going to replace them, and this one's going to replace them, and Mr. Ego knows this, and they're getting canned, uh, yeah. Rick and Suds are God. And wait till you hear this. At night, the goddess, from a 4.8 in the fall book to a 5.6, 5.6, 25 to 54 at night. Oh! And let me say it again. This radio station has never, ever had a 5, 6, 25 to 54 in the modern history. When I say modern history, I'm talking about, you know, in the early days, there were only like two or three stations, so the numbers didn't mean anything. I'm talking about now with AM, FM, BM, and PM and shortwave. Just shocking and astonishing. Astonishing. And where did we go down and what they... By the way, Randy, from a 3, 6 to a 4, 12 plus at night. She's the only one on the whole station that went up 12 plus. We were like a four, uh, six, uh, five to a six four, and Rick and Suds four six to a four five. So about flat. The morning dropped off twelve plus, but probably because some of those oldsters from the old days dropped off from a um, what do we have in the morning? Twelve plus. Come on, I know you're on there somewhere, Chuck. From a five two to a four, but that probably kicks out a lot of old farts. You know what I'm talking about? We hope. We sure uh, pray. Here's a lady in Tampa. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Pretty good. I need your help, Neil. Well, that's why I'm here. Okay, I need the horse racing expert to solve a, a problem here. A Delima? Couple weeks. <laughs> the Dolly Delima? <laughs> I wonder if his favorite song is Hello Dolly. Anyway, um, when I was down in Jesus Games for a tennis tournament a few weeks ago, I read in the newspaper in the sports section about a horse, and I could swear its name was Bull in the Feather. Right. Or in the Heather. Bull in the Heather. Okay. That's one oh. of the favorites for the Kentucky Derby. He is? Yeah. Is it a He won the Florida Derby. Right. And he didn't, wasn't he bought for like $60,000? I don't know. Okay. Then, and it is Bull in the Heather, and he's going to be in the Derby. Right. Okay. That's what I need to know. Now, the second thing is, did you see the Buffalo Sabres in the Boston Bruins game on Saturday? No, I did not. Did you hear about it? Yeah. It was unbelievable. What do you mean by that? If you were a Sabres fan, it was. Well, but I'm not. No, actually, I'm a Detroit Red Wings fan. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. God. I apologize in advance that we're going to have to beat your ass tonight. <laughs> I don't think so. Do you get a wager on it, Uncle Neil? No. <laughs> Bull in the Heather. Let's see. He's got uh, eight lifetime starts. He's got two wins, two seconds. He won the Florida uh, Derby by two lengths. Right. And he was second by... 29 to one. Huh? Yeah. And he was second by a head to Forever World in the Flamingo at Hialeah. Really? Right. Now, what do you think on are his chances? Because I'm trying to decide what to do. To win the sports. Derby? Yeah. None. None? No. Then I'm betting on him. Okay. All right, Neil. Yeah, good thinking. 
thing? I'm going to give Fat Rich your number at home so he can call you up and give you like he did to me this morning before <laughs> I left the house and give you the rundown on every race at the track. I had the four over the one, two, three. I had the five of the... And Kevin Wallace had the lead, and Kelly Shepard came on the outside. Every race, every one. I thought I'd never get out of that goddamn house this morning. I don't want to hear a life story of every race. He, and, of course, every time... Oh, and Schmendrick gave me the six horse, and the guy with no teeth gave me the three horse. Oh, man. Aren't I'm going to start. Afraid? I'm going alone from now on. Aren't you afraid you hurt his feelings when you call him Fat Rich? No. Wait. He loves it. He loves the publicity. He never had this much attention in his life. Okay. My pick for the Kentucky Derby is, is Personal Hope with Gary Stevens. You're crazy. Okay. Felix Potvin is God. Oh! We're number one, damn it! See ya. Bye. Boy, talk about worked up to a frenzy. Felix Potvin is God. In fact, Felix Potvan and Steve Eisenman are going to do a little number for us before the game tonight. Get a 95 share with that. Here's uh, Kendall. This is our AM radio. Neil. What was that? Check this out. Oh, you're listening to that insipid tape? You're the first guy. He's not going to talk to me. Are you going to speak to me or what? I played that whole thing yesterday. You're the first caller I've had who got one of those. <laughs> I just got it yesterday. Yeah. I couldn't believe this. $1,000 for my thoughts. Yeah, right. I thought, wow, $1,000 for my your, thoughts. Hold your breath. Keep checking the mailbox every day. See yeah, if you check right. You're like, Bob Green's going to send me a grand for my thoughts. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is funny. It says, Neil Rogers is either conscious.